Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Okay, as if that story about Zach Galifianakis getting into uh, Justin Bieber's underpants wasn't nasty enough. We got more where that came from on the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and would you believe it, one of them even involves underpants. That's nasty. Nasty. That's nasty. That's nasty. I would like to paint a picture for you. It involves Lisa Marie Presley's panties and Michael Jackson and some cologne. Okay. <laughs> Get your tea. Get so, ready to talk. Yesterday, I saw the following headline. <laughs> I just <laughs> so crazy. I, I just couldn't. Michael Jackson put perfume on Lisa Marie's panties to pretend they'd had sex. Oh my gosh! I'm already grossed okay. out. I have so many questions when I hear that headline, right? And I apologize if you are a person with taste and standards. Probably shouldn't be listening to us. That's okay. Or young ears. Children, it's going to be okay. Anyway, you remember that uh, Michael Jackson, or as he's referred to in the British tabloids, Jacko, was married to Lisa Marie between 1994 and 1996. Yes. It was a different time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Clearly. Yeah, but if you think that, if you think that... For one moment, in Hollywood, they don't arrange marriages. I bring you this story. Exactly. Now, the marriage has been the subject of conspiracy theories for years, right? Um, most uh, normal people think that it was a huge publicity stunt. Yeah. Like, I don't know that. Although, I will say at the time, we were like, wow, you know, really? I just. Were I we? Think we took, I don't feel like. I think we took it more seriously than we do today. I don't think that people were 100% sold on it, and they were certainly questioning what is going on. But I think we, we took things more face value than. Anyway, the, the moral of this story is in defense of that. A woman by the name of Sandy Doms, who apparently worked as an administrative assistant at Neverland Ranch, claims that the couple were not intimate. She said it didn't seem like a natural you know, relationship or a friendship. She went on to say, though, and this is the part about the panties and the cologne, because my question first is, how is that proving that you're having sex together? Because are you assuming people are smelling the panties? Yeah, and like, weird. What, what is the thought process that goes into that calculation? Like, oh, if they smell Lisa Marie's underpants and they smell like my cologne, they will therefore do the math and think that I have been inside of her underpants, which presumes I mean, that we're having sex. I don't know. I'm so confused. First of all, my husband doesn't wear cologne. So I don't. But. Also, I've had sex before, and I'm pretty sure that the cologne doesn't typically get into that region or area. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. 
Um, so again, and, to your point, the math that was going on there was f- flawed. They would he would throw the panties on the floor to make them think that she'd been there and then that they'd been doing the nasty. So I'm so in most <laughs> worlds. P.S. Just the panties on the floor would indicate that. Panties taking, on the floor. Taking the extra step and that's spritzing with the cologne. <laughs> that's like over. What's the word? Like over. Methinks thou dost protest too much. You know, yeah. like that's an overcompensation. Yeah, that's I what would that just is. think like, oh, he likes to wear women's panties. Well, that could also that's very much be the case. Also true at all. Shockingly. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so I saw that headline. This lady <laughs> said that he put perfume on Lisa Marie's panties to pretend they'd had sex. That's a thing. Can we just delete that word, please? Sex? Which one? No, panties. Oh. I like the word panties. Bradley loves the word panties. <laughs> it's the worst word. I don't word say in the panties because I do think there's that's reprehensible. Oh, um, okay. But p- when you say panties, let's sit with this for just, a moment. Okay, go on. <laughs> no, when you say panties, it just sounds so harmless. Yeah, panties, panties totally but much pan- better than but, panties. Yeah, when you say panties, see, I can't even say it with a straight They're face. They're both terrible. Panties. <laughs> panties. Oh. They're not pants. They're panties. Yeah, anyway, panties, whatever. <laughs> so Michael Jackson liked to spray... So again, if you're trying to convince <laughs> somebody that you're getting frisky, all you need to do is grab a pair of their underwear. Thank you. And the drawers. Their drawers. <laughs> uh, and, you know, rub them all up on some smell. <laughs> Bing, bang, boom. You've, you know, and thrown them off will... the scent, if you will. Exactly. Everybody will think you guys were doing it. I mean, what do they think? There's like bloodhounds? Like... <laughs> Like tracking these things. It's so weird. <laughs> so like weird. everything about it is weird, but not at all, like all within the realm of possibility. Yeah. Given what we know about the inner workings of the brain of Michael Jackson. Now, before you think that that's nasty, that's nasty. I would that's like, nasty. I would Thank like you. to be n- nasty <laughs> because I know you think panties is disgusting. But if I said the words to you, brown liquid. Okay. <laughs> you, that was the worst. Transition? I cannot believe you just used that transition. Because That's the, nasty. It, it, the transition in and of itself was nasty. Because the next headline I read, no easy transition. Tony Robbins punishes followers by making them drink unidentified brown liquid designed to have a lasting effect. What the hell? <laughs> So this headline came across the transom of pop culture today, and I had to investigate. I know you saw this story, too, Colleen. Yes. That apparently at his high-pressure seminars, the self-help guru punishes people by making the... By the way, punishes people who he doesn't think has measured up to his self-help prescriptions. uh, Makes them drink a, quote, gross shot of unidentified brown liquid. Okay, that's nasty. That was rumored to contain, among other things... Wait, hold on a second before you say what it's rumored to contain. Because you have to sit with that, no pun intended, the the words designed to have a lasting effect. Mm-hmm. Which means you're going to carry around some discomfort mm-hmm. as a result of it. Mm-hmm. Rumored to have what, Bradley? Laxatives. That's nasty. So apparently video, both video, which would tell us that there's something truer to this story than perhaps 
uh, Lisa Marie's underpants. Um, there is more truth to this because video and internal documents reviewed by BuzzFeed News reveals that um, he will place stickers on the forehead of audience members with the letter L for loser oh. while the song Loser by Beck plays over the speakers, forcing them to down a, quote, gross shot of an unidentified brown liquid. Okay, I'm going to take us in a weird space really quick. Can we get any more weird? Well, yeah, no. Uh, Because I just am curious about this. And if we do get a caller, I'd like to talk about this. And if we don't, we'll move on to the thing we had planned. But I've got to believe somebody in our listening audience has been to a Tony Robbins seminar. Sure. 651-641-1071. If you've been to one of his seminars and you have firsthand sort of experience or knowledge or view of any of these things that we've heard about Tony Robbins, I just am so curious about how you come out, no pun intended, the other end of that. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm serious. If I were in a seminar and I saw him putting an L sticker on people's forehead, I'm a loser, baby. And then they're drinking, like, laxative water. I'm One former not staffer think anything. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to think anything that I've learned in there is any good. One former staffer told BuzzFeed News that audience members are deliberately led to believe that the nasty mixture, nasty, nasty. mixture contains laxatives. "Quote: I always felt that this was highly inappropriate and falls into the category of public shaming, which is common for Robbins. Two more former insiders also witnessed fans being given these drinks at other events, which they were told had health benefits, but made many people sick." "Quote." People were throwing up all over the place in public restrooms, hotel rooms, said his former director of security. Okay, and who made this mysterious brown liquid? His lawyers have denied that it was gross or that it contained laxatives, saying it was pickle juice, apple juice, lemon juice, tomato juice, with a dash of Tabasco. To punish them for not... Living up to his... Standards. uh, You know, to following his way of life. Okay, seriously, if anybody ever, and nobody wants to admit it now. You that, don't have to use your real name no, when you, you don't. call in. I my, just am my curious. Name is Bob, and if, I drank the brown liquid. I want to know what the experience is like. And if, because it sounds like whether or not any of this stuff is like 100% true, it does sound like there's a certain level of hum- humiliation. We've heard some of the audio from it yeah. in his presentations. And I just don't know if I were in the presence of that, that I would walk away feeling good about giving him money Ugh, anyway okay if you've ever been to a tony robinson wrote whatever his name is tony robbins show or whatever you call it seminar six five one six four one one oh seven one otherwise when we come back uh we found before we went to break on the colleen and bradley show my talk 1071 streaming live at my talk 1071.com Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. We were talking a little bit about a report that came out of BuzzFeed News having to do with Tony Robbins. Now, they've been doing a lot of coverage about Tony Robbins and his seminars. And this one in particular talked about how he would kind of call out and, for lack of a better term, punish people at his seminars for maybe not meeting his standards in some way or another. By having them drink a brown liquid that 
we did not know the contents of. So I put it out there. It, has anybody been to these seminars? I figured somebody in our audience has to have been to one. Uh, and we did get a call back. We got a call back from somebody who will go by the name LaFonda. And LaFonda, you went, you've been to one of Tony Robbins' seminars, correct? Correct. So what did you, did you experience any of the like sort of shamey things similar to the stuff that we described in this BuzzFeed news article? Okay, I will say that I did not, I did not see the shaming, the, um, the liquid, the brown liquid. Yeah. I did not, but I heard about it. Oh, okay. Because a lot of people go to multiple seminars. Why? I have no idea. I was talked into it. It was bananas and totally not worth whatever was spent. I didn't ha- I had, I was a special guest of someone, so I didn't have to pay. Thank God. Oh, awesome. But it was. Um, it was a weird event. I think it was called Unleash the Power Within. I believe it was something like that. And it was um, just a lot of, just a lot of um, um, platitudes and, uh, and, and just weird um, self-congratulatory stuff. And it was just like, it was just bolstering people up and I, I didn't get it. It seemed really phony and fake and, he seemed creepy before I even even heard about these reports that came out. So I don't know. The whole thing was just odd. I can't believe people go to so many of these. They spend hundreds of thousands of dollars. Wow, including my, including the friend that I went with. Yeah. How many years ago uh, was this that you said you went to this event? I was just thinking about it. I think it was like five or it was at least six years ago, actually. Oh, okay, so not too long ago. And no. and now, you know, so it sounds to me, and, and I actually appreciate your perspective, because it sounds like you sort of went in. Did you go in with an open mind? Or it, it sounds to me like you didn't go in, like, already <laughs> drinking the brown liquid. Stop. Like, you were the Kool-Aid, no. you know, you weren't all in on this. Um, but were you sort of open to what it would be? Yes, I was trying to be very open to what it could be, because, it, you know, I had changed supposedly changed you know my friends lives and they had really cool things to say about it and they considered him like a guru and and all of that but um and and if you would have asked me right after i got out i would have said i would have had a more positive response to what the experience was but in hindsight and thinking about it afterwards it was there was things look bumble knows you're exhausted by dating all the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I thought we're kind of damaging and just kind of bony and unhealthy about the event and once you come down from that from that event i think it was a different 
at a different perspective. Oh, that's interesting. Can you share, like, yeah. is there anything specifically that, you know, maybe you remember him or somebody saying that just struck you as particularly, you know... Um, because yeah. you, this this <laughs> seminar was five days long that you went to. Yeah, it was four or five days. Mm-hmm. Wow. It was the better part of, a, of the weekday, yeah. Um, no, it was just him in general. He, he's... Uh, He's kind of, um, he's different than I would have pictured. I didn't know he was, he could have like an edge to him and that he could make comments that were inappropriate. And it wasn't, it wasn't like the stuff I hear about now where I was struck by it and would warn, I would have thought to warn people or anything. It was just his general demeanor was more egotistical than I had thought. I thought he was going to be more of like a guru where it was like this kind of calming presence, but Mm -hmm. it wasn't. It was like this. Um, harsh kind of um, egomaniac kind of thing. Aggressive. Yeah, he would say stuff that was just like barely inappropriate, so you would kind of go, eh, but you wouldn't you know, you wouldn't necessarily walk out. Wow. I didn't I didn't catch any of the stuff. I mean, I didn't catch anyone being harassed yeah. you know, or anything like that. That's well, LaFonda, thank you so much for calling in and sharing that perspective. It's very interesting thank you, LaFonda. Uh, to hear about oh, things. Welcome. Take you're good you're welcome. care. Wow. Well, that was, I mean... No brown liquid for her. Yeah, thank God. Not from our show, for sure. She gets clear liquid. I don't even know what that means. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we have some celebrities behaving badly. We call them D-bags on MyTalk 1071. Well, we've got some celebrities behaving badly to tell you about on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hello. We have a name for those celebrities, and that name is Dayberg. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Who's your D-bag? Bill Cosby. Oh, hey, hey, hey. Um, this I I saw this today, and I was like, "There's so much wrong with everything that's happening here." Okay. Bill Cosby. <clears throat> who's in jail mm-hmm. for drugging and raping yeah. many women mm-hmm. is lecturing at the prison where he is being held. Oh, yeah. yeah. The topics include <clears throat> parenting, <clears throat> drug use, life. He's been a busy man behind bars. Uh, he gives about four lectures per week. Bill Cosby does. And he's been doing this for about three months. And uh, the crowds that he draws in at the prison typically swell to about a hundred fellow prisoners. Uh, He asks that the inmates lead by example for their kids to stay out of prison once uh, they're released. Mm -hmm. He urges the inmates to rebond with their children immediately upon getting out. Um. And uh, it's apparently resonating with the prisoners. The name of his lecture series is Man Up. Well, this this is problematic for so many reasons. Yep. Chief among them, he's never apologized for um, his crimes. He's never for admitted. which he finds himself in jail. Yeah. And you'll remember I chose him as my D bag yesterday because he was giving Father's Day advice from jail. Where he's serving time yep. for drugging and raping women. Yes. Yep. So he wants to give you lessons on how to be a man. Yep. Nope. Yep. The, again, the title of his 
lecture series is man up. Mm. I don't know that I would be taking advice from Bill Cosby on manning up. Yeah. Because his version of manning up is, again... Woman down. Yep. It literally. On the floor. Drugging and raping women. I I just can't with him. Who, why, why, and why is his team still trying to make him sound like he's a decent human being? Well, presumably because they're getting paid. He's a serial criminal. I, well, I can't even. And anybody who would be mean to serial deserves no respect. That is a crime. No, I mean, it's, it's hilarious. I, I think, you know, what's, what's. Interesting about this is because Bill Cosby, in this particular case, I have no patience for Bill Cosby, again, because he hasn't admitted what he's done wrong. Um, he doesn't admit why he's there. He doesn't take a, uh, responsibility. He doesn't, um, you know, want to be held accountable, whatever. However, I do think it's important for people, or I shouldn't say I think it's important because what? who cares what I think? I think it's necessary for us to give people the opportunity to be redeemed right so like if you are in jail in prison and you are doing great things i think you should be rewarded you should be lauded you should be absolutely given the room to grow and become a different person but that starts with acknowledging acknowledging why you're there yes unless you believe um in your own innocence now I kind of feel like Bill Cosby doesn't believe he's innocent. I think he just thinks we're stupid and we believe admit that he did those things to those women or that he was justified in doing those things. I really think at the end of the day, Bill Cosby is one of those people who will leave this planet thinking he didn't do anything wrong. It's just that society decided to come after him because I'm just I'm, I'm really projecting, but I feel like there are a lot of men who suffered at the hands of the Me Too movement, and by suffered, I mean were held accountable finally, um, they think they sort of were the victims of a mob, um, and that, you know, everybody was doing it. <laughs> or people getting so uptight these days. Yeah, you just can't do anything yeah, anymore. I mean, people are offended by everything. Drug and rape a woman. And she wouldn't... Now, I laugh, but I laugh because that's ludicrous, yeah. right? That anybody would think that. But I really do believe that there are men who um, believe that, you know, People are just too sensitive and they're trying to rewrite history and all this stuff. It's like, no, they just want you to be held accountable for your actions. And I don't know at the time when it was ever uh, acceptable, save, you know, I don't know, caveman times yeah. to drug and rape a woman. I mean, they didn't even have drugs then. No. They Okay, Stop I'm going to shut up Stop. because I'm Stop. just... Stop. You're but you, the you, you get my point. I do. I get your point. Who's your D-bag friend? Oh, thanks for asking. It's You're not welcome. Bill Cosby. It's another man. Who? Um, we should just call this <laughs> men who are D-bags. Rob Kardashian. Uh-oh. Now, look, most days I kind of feel for Rob Kardashian, but not this day. Because this day he is not okay with Black China allowing their child to be on TV. Okay. Okay. So the headline is Rob Kardashian is not okay with Dream, his daughter Dream Kardashian, appearing on Black China's show. Now you'll remember that Black China's got a show coming up, a docu series sounds so fancy, The Real Black China. And it looks to be a fire or a powder keg, right? And in, if you haven't seen the trailer, go watch it because it looks like a hot mess and I can't wait. It stars Black China 
and her mom, Tokyo, Tokyo Tony. Tony. <laughs> um, it's going to be released on uh, the Zeus Network. Never heard of it. I don't know if I'm going to have to pay something to get that. I don't know. Anyway, but you will. That's will. the thing. Yeah. Moral of the story: Rob's lawyer, Marty Singer, sent a letter to the people responsible for airing this docu series and said. Um, Mr. Kardashian does not want Little Baby Dream to be in this show. Okay. Most days, I would say... It's the parents' prerogative. proper parenting. I don't want my child... If I had a child, you better believe my child would not be in a reality show. I don't want to deal with that mess. Is there some irony in a Kardashian yeah. standing up and saying, How dare you put my child yeah. on television? Your whole reason for existing, every single penny that is in your pocket, bank account, savings account, uh, wherever else, offshore account, pockets, <laughs> is because y'all make money off of being on television yeah. and your family. You exploit your family for the purposes of TV. So excuse me if I don't take your protestation seriously. Um, especially insofar as uh, this particular relationship, because if I remember correctly, this relationship only existed insofar as to further a storyline that allowed a show to air, right? Like, exactly. They're, they are together, Black China and Rob Kardashian, to serve the purpose of a TV show. Yeah, first keeping up with the Kardashians and then the spinoff uh, reality show that they did together. Rob and China. Yeah. Or something. Rob and that. I think it was called Rob and China. I think it was two. Um, also, there's this like undercurrent of him putting his foot down on this that smacks of Chris Jenner, you know, pulling the string or pulling the puppet strings to say, uh, that show is not up to our very high Kardashian standards. Yeah, well, I think that's like what the, their whole approach to Angela White has been. And frankly, I would I'm going to say something uncomfortable is I think there's a little bit of racism in there, frankly, because she is a strong black woman who is trying to make it for herself. And at every turn, the Kardashians have stepped in to try to prevent her from doing her own thing. And she has beat them at their own game. Yes. At now, every single now, turn. Would I invite black China over to a dinner party where I was hoping we would just casually sit around and speak in soft uh in soft tones about, um, you know, the larger issues of the day? No. Oh, I was going to say yes. <laughs> I mean, if it was just like, let's hang out, sure. I get that she can be an explosive individual. I would not want her around something that I was concerned was fragile, right? Or could be broken because she can get a little She's got heated. a temper. She has a temper. Um, but I think that she's perfectly within her rights to, you know, make a living doing exactly what the Kardashians are doing. And the fact that they kind of look down their nose at her. I'm like, well, what do you think you are? Is it her? Why do I feel like is her lawyer Gloria Allred or Gloria Allred's daughter? It was Gloria Allred's daughter. But I don't think it is anymore. Honestly, I don't know that to be sure. Though, okay. So Lisa would, Bloom. Yeah. Dropped Black China as a client uh, back in May. Oh, so just like a month ago. Yeah, so not that long ago. Well, I almost feel like that's a little bit too bad. Yeah, Black China wasn't paying her bills. Oh, okay, that is a problem. Mm -hmm. That is a problem. Yeah. Um, Again, just so you know, Black China in her most recent trailer for her upcoming reality show says her mother is evil as uh, brown liquid. Oh, okay. That's a euphemism. She doesn't say brown liquid. That's to reference a previous story we Uh used to describe 
things moving very swiftly out of the back door. <laughs> so, again, I just, I'm saying, I think, you know, Black China is perfectly within her rights to, um, if she wants to make money off of her children, she can do it in the way that Kris Jenner made money off of Rob Kardashian. And continues and to. And all her offspring. Thank you very much. Yep. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, I, you have, we have to talk about Farrah Abraham. Oh, sure. I'm, I'm always Speaking down to Speaking of reality show mothers and their children, um, Farrah Abraham has shared her opinions on Jessica Beale's stance on vaccinations. And I'm just going to go ahead and say it right now. The only thing dumber than Jessica Beale and her stance on vaccinations is Farrah Abraham. Mm, good. Just wait till I'm you hear. You're going to love it. There's audio. It's crazy. Get ready after this on My Talk 107. I know that you've been dying to hear Farrah Abraham's thoughts on uh, Jessica Beale's position on vaccines. Duh. Well, I have great news for you. We have. We have her reaction. Yes. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And I just would like to give honor to whatever paparazzo decided to ask Fair Abraham what she thought about Jessica Beale's. Mm meeting with state legislators alongside Robert F. Kennedy Jr. to oppose SB 276, which is a bill that would limit medical exemptions from vaccinations. I'm going to allow Farrah Abraham to speak for herself. Okay. And then I would like for you and me and Holly to sit with her words and try to make some sense of this. I'm all here for it. Here we go. Okay, I think it's all good with the anti-vaccinations. I know, like, you know, with Sophia, it's like, do I want to do vaccinations? Do I not? Is she going to get sick? Is she, like, you know, some kids have died from vaccination. So I understand that some parents feel that there should not, you know, it's, it's parents' choice, just like with pregnancy. It's the woman's choice. So however you feel it's going to benefit your family or you, then make the right choice. So I think Jessica Beale's just bringing light to that. Right, you stand with Jessica Beale then? I think she's playing for, she's playing the best for everyone. Um, so that we don't have, like some people can't go to schools if you don't vaccinate your kids. Then your kids can't go to school. Right. So I think everyone should be treated equal, um, healthy and safe. So it's it's a fine line. So do you like shots though? I understand it's no fun. What? Yeah, but you're healthy, right? Because of those? So sometimes right. it works out. Oh, so she got vaccinated. Yes, yeah. Sophia has been vaccinated and... Luckily, we haven't had any issues, you know, from going to schools or now she does online schooling. Okay, there you go. Um, Was there an actual sentence in there anymore? I'm not sure, but I just want to put that side by side with something else you might recognize and see if it sounded anything like this. I personally believe that U.S. Americans are unable to do so because uh, some people out there in our nation don't have maps and uh, I believe that our education like such as in South Africa and uh, the Iraq everywhere like such as and I believe that they should uh, our education over here 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. And the U.S. should help the U.S. or should help South Africa and should help the Iraq and the Asian countries. I think... So we will be able to build up our future for our children. I think that Sarah Abraham... That's that same lady? It's for our children. I think they went to the same school. And if by school you mean not an actual school. Right. I mean not school. Yeah. Because that, that is the epitome of uneducated sounding. I think Farrah Abraham... Because our culture doesn't require you to speak in complete sentences anymore. All you need to do is just be like, blah, 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 boobs. True. Mm-hmm. Like, she has boobs. Yep. Yep. And I'm not trying to be offensive, but I think Fair Abraham's chief um, point of um, attraction, or like the thing that... She leads with her boobs. She leads with her boobs, yeah. right? Yeah. So... Everything else is secondary because you didn't hear any actual opinion about like even with all of the like weird speech aside, you don't hear any actual opinion from Fair Abraham. No, you just hear all the opinions. She throws all the opinions out there and tries to speak with authority about all the opinions, but doesn't make any sense in the process Mm -hmm. to which I would say this gives us all. I, now I feel like everything I say sounds like them. I feel like <laughs> U.S. Americans, such as, such are as, are you having a fair Abraham I moment? I feel like every, it doesn't matter what I'm going to say. It sounds like it feels like it's coming out that way. My point is this: like I actually take it a responsibility to help my children learn that you should not speak with authority on anything that you do not know anything about. Right. Yeah. Because that's what was happening there. She was trying to speak with authority about a question she was not equipped to answer at all. It's okay sometimes to say, I don't know. I don't know. I I don't know enough about that. Yeah. I don't know enough about it. Um, I don't really have an opinion about it. Why are you asking me about Jessica Biel? Go ask Jessica Biel. I'd be happy to tell you about my silicone sex dolls that are available for purchase online at fairabrahamsparts.com. I mean, that is something she can truly speak with authority to. Yeah, but she just kind of throws everything at the wall, hoping something will stick. But it's hilarious, nevertheless, oh, right? for sure. I mean, it's perfect nonsense. She is the master at nonsense, it's frankly. True. She's the master mistress of making nothing out of nothing. Now, um, we have another one of those awkward moments where I have another story I want to share, but there's it doesn't really go with the story we just told. Okay. Um, and so when this happens, uh, we have to call on Holly. She's got a very special talent. She is going to, in 30 seconds, 
Holly, can you in 30 seconds get from Farrah Abraham to the Hunger Games? I don't know. Can you try? I don't know. Oh, this is so I'm easy. Come on. Timer. Okay. Do it. Okay. Hold on. All right. Just I'll do just it. keep right. time. Here it is. Here's my timer. Okay. So Farrah Abraham, she was on Teen Mom. Teen Mom. Teen Mom. I know, right? Was on MTV. MTV shows music videos and one of those music videos was for that dumb song that jennifer lawrence did for the hunger games okay that uh, that was i mean that was pretty good oh, come on, on. i'm gonna give that a b yeah i feel like you could have done better but <laughs> but still nevertheless holly congratulations you got us to where we need to be thank you so because what's what's going on with hunger Games? now we are in hunger games town where i want to give you some i believe it's awesome news Apparently, Suzanne Collins, the writer of Hunger Games, is working on a prequel to the Hunger Games. And Lionsgate is already in development of a movie version of that story, whatever that story is. What I believe is cool about this is that you never really did get a good feel you got like sort of a vague backstory of how we got to the districts in the hunger games but there's got to be more to that story that is just like star wars it's its own universe and the story can be told without the characters that we saw in the hunger games Mm -hmm. so this is going to be a whole new franchise opportunity yeah no it's i think one ripe for um for her to not only write a book i mean i'm frankly probably going to be more interested in the book than the movie initially just because i think um i don't always have i don't know i don't feel like those movies did the best to the book necessarily and you know the first one, maybe I don't know. I yeah. just I think it was a lot to cover. It's also just easier in a book because I get to make up things in my own head, and I don't, you don't have to worry about somebody else's interpretation of things. But I think in terms of the story, I think um, it's you know a fertile a fertile ground for for storytelling because as you said, we there's just so little that we actually know, and it seems like a fresh start with a familiar uh, world because it's not coming after the stuff that we've already, you know, we've already witnessed. So well, it gives you kind of that extra layer of, oh, this is interesting. How is she going to connect all of these dots? Right. And similar to, I mean, in some ways, similar to Handmaid's Tale, I think that there's a story that can be told that is a little bit of a cautionary tale to those of us today, because part of what happens in this fictional world, Panem is that their resources are limited because of the way that they treated the earth. Mm-hmm. And then how did they persevere through these, what they call, I think, the dark days, or there's some name for it in Hunger Games. Like, how do they get through that and survive as a community or as 13 different communities? I just think that there's so much of a story to be told there. And if you were a fan of the Hunger Games, this is really exciting news. Uh, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show... Jojo with a bobo. Uh oh. She's Jojo with a uh oh. With a uh oh. <laughs> we'll tell you after this on my talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. 
Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Hi, I'm Bonnie Curry, one of the narrators on the Abide app, a premium ad-free biblical meditation experience. Join the millions of people who download the Abide app to reduce stress, improve sleep, and experience the peace of God every day. You can text the word PEACE to 22433 for a seven-day free trial of Abide. Just text PEACE to 22433, and you'll likely hear from me again on the app as I guide you through daily meditations or help you fall asleep and experience the peace of God.